and you are listening to a special series of the g-spot where we talk about gratitude giving back grace and god and this is one of the three-part series this is part number two of the three-part series where we are talking about money so in part number one we talked about money trauma and how in our subconscious events from our childhood can affect our adult relationship with money so if you didn't get that episode, I highly recommend you listen to it. But in this episode, to really make a leap through that money trauma, I have a special guest. Her name is Mindy West, and she works with the energy that you hold around money. Now, if you're going, okay, this stuff isn't for me. It's about energy and healing and all that stuff. Listen up. I was the exact same way. But... The interesting thing is, is we're mostly made of energy and um, part of me is just kind of curious about this stuff. Like, does it actually work? Well, listen up. You're in for a special treat with Mindy. Um, I'm going to share my personal experience with, that I had with her, how you can work with her and other ways that you can improve your clarity, energy and focus and really go into 2019 as a new person. So you're going to enjoy this one. Yeah, I would say I do specialize in shifting your energy around money. So that way you become magnetic to it. I like to say that I make people money magnets and it starts from the inside. Okay, so here's my experience with Mindy. Um, when I heard about what she did, I quickly wanted to jump on a call with her. In fact, she says I bugged her a lot <laughs> to get on a call. And when we got on a call... Um, what we did was nothing like what I expected we would do. And so we, um, I had to recognize different areas of my life where I'm holding myself back. And because of those areas, I had to bring them in, uh, the individuals and the people in, um, into my life in a different manner and presence. And I know that all sounds kind of crazy and hard to follow, like, what did you do? Um, but the long and short of it was, is we didn't really even talk about money, but more so we talked about my getting help, like, like opening up to the help that's already out there and allowing it into my life. And to me, that, that was really surprising because I didn't realize I had a problem with like at reaching out for help. And um, what happened after that, so that was about 10 days ago that we had that call. And in those 10 days, there was one really big event and a number of smaller events that I don't know if they're linked together. I kind of believe they are, but obviously I had to put certain things in place first. So the big event, the biggest one that happened was I got this golden ticket and the golden ticket is like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory golden ticket. There's a gentleman in California um, who has what he calls the profit making factory. So he helps entrepreneurs really launch their businesses with strategy and execution. And he's doing a uh, offer based on Willy Wonka. And um, he sends out these golden tickets in these packages with a lot of great information in them. And I, in all of these 500 packages going out, there's five golden tickets. And two or three days after Mindy and I had our little session together, 
a golden ticket arrived in my mailbox. Now, I had to order that in advance and I ordered it before Mindy arrived, but here's the kicker. Here's the interesting thing that happened. When I woke up that morning, uh, it was last Sunday, when I woke up, I had this overwhelming presence that things are gonna change and I could, I, I had one or two choices. It was like the red pill or the blue pill and I could take the red pill or the blue pill. Like I could wake up and step into the person that I was becoming or I could wake up and step back into the person I always thought I was. And it was a really overwhelming feeling that I never had before. And it was really fun and euphoric and you know not threatening at all. So I decided to step into the person that I'm becoming and had to really consciously be aware of that as I went through my day. Um, we went to church because it's Sunday morning and for some reason I leaned over to my son out of nowhere and said, hey, do you wanna go to San Diego? And this is where the um, golden ticket will take me, is to San Diego. And I had no idea that I had a golden ticket in my mailbox. Um, but I said that to him. I said, do you want to go to San Diego? Because he has family in San Diego. So, um, and then we got home. I go to the mailbox and get the mail that was delivered the day before. And there's that golden ticket. And that was a larger one. Now, there were a whole bunch of other little events that were just like that that happened and um yeah yeah like little ones where i was meditating and i couldn't get my mind off of the next step of what i had to do um for my business and then after i'd get done meditating and i'd go into a private facebook group that i'm a member of and i go in there there were people offering to help with the exact same things that i was looking for and shabam and then they helped me out 24 hours later i was moving on it it was stuff that i would have spent a week or two fighting about so thank you for that mindy um i don't know how you do it <laughs> but let's talk about your your magical gift what is it you know like what, what what is the mindset that people are in right now and where do you take them well, first of all, I have to say, Carla, you didn't tell me these things, and I'm so excited to hear that because that's amazing. That's exactly what happens when we do this mindset work, when we do this energy work, right? Like, ah, I'm so excited for you. I just can't get over it listening to that. I'm so excited for you. It's, it's so fun and magical, right? Like, I always think that the word magic, it's funny. Like, I put it into my marketing because it's funny because it's like, the only way to explain the kind of work I do. I, everyone starts at a different mindset, a different level of abundance of prosperity, fears, beliefs, traumas. And what I do with people, both in my one-on-one -on -one client sessions and through my courses that have um, energy healings, guided, medit well, like healing meditations, activations, like it, it kind of works in the same thing. They work together that... We go from wherever they are and pull out all the fears, traumas, um, belief patterns, energetic patterns that are holding them back. And the way we do that really, it's through energy work. It's through getting really clear on what exactly is holding you back. Generally, there's one big relationship or two big relationships that have been stifling money coming in um, in some way. And not intentional. That's like none of this stuff is intentional, but it's stuff that we take on. And it's also in our 
collective and our collective consciousness of our cultures and societies of fear and lack and money doesn't grow on trees and you have to work really hard to make money and you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, yeah. and you have to hustle, especially entrepreneurs. We love hustling, right? But hustling is a choice. <laughs> and so what I do with these, um, through these various different ways is basically pull this stuff up and out and release it letting go of these beliefs is the majority of my work. And the way I do that comes in different ways, but it's ultimately letting go because at your core, at your essence, you have, you're totally abundant. Like you can call on anything you need and it will show up. It's just in this human condition. We have all these beliefs that we're not good enough. We don't deserve money. We don't, um, we aren't, who am I to do this work? And getting through that and releasing that allows you to go and take action on opportunities. So I often say like, I'm not going to work with you and money magically rains out of the sky. Like it could. And if it did, that would be really cool. But more often than not, it brings opportunities to you and it's your choice to take action on those. Like having the face people in the Facebook group offering you help. It's like you chose to take action that, that basically folded time and made you go ahead a week. Yeah. So, oh. oh, I'm so sorry. I. That's all right. We can just cut that out, right? I thought I turn I turn on Do Not Disturb every day, and then I forgot this morning. So I'm sorry about that. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, because mine might do the same. Who knows? I never know if I have everything turned off. <laughs> There's so many ways they can sneak through that. Um. Okay. So so opening being open to the opportunities being open to the opportunities is really huge because sometimes opportunities are not how we expect them to be are right. they or tell, tell let's talk about that because sometimes like i think we're getting opportunities all the time and because they're interrupting the schedule that we're on we dismiss them and we go no that's too much or we're grabbing too many opportunities because we got this shiny object syndrome where we're just like, got to have, that might be it, or that might be it, or that. Yeah. And so talk to me about opportunities. Yeah. Opportunities. That's the way we receive our path to abundance, right? It's um, like your golden ticket. Could it be interrupting or could it be an opportunity? Right. And the difference is, how aligned is it with what you're trying to do? How aligned is it with your path and purpose? How does it feel in your body when you receive that? Like if you received it with so much joy and excitement, like that's the opportunity you want to take action on. But if you're just looking around like, oh, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Yes, things will come to you. But here's the difference. The difference is alignment. So when we are in overwhelm and stress and chaos, like that's actually in our energetic field. And that's what we're attracting. So we'll attract all these different things, but it's like grasping for something. And part of the work I do with people is getting out of overwhelm and getting out of chaos because then all the shiny object syndromes will, it will uh, fade away. So that way their true opportunities will present themselves and be really able to like, feel like, yes, this is it. This is what I need to do. And you always feel it in your heart and your gut and your body. It's not with your mind, right? The opportunities that come to you to to make you help you get ahead, you'll know in your body. Like if you you're know, just that's interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, because the people who end up joining my coaching program, they all say they felt it. Like they felt something inside of them that moved them. And they always tend to be a really good fit. Like it's, and, um, and, and same when I join a program or approach somebody, it's, if it's, if it doesn't feel right, then it tends to be a burden in the end. Right. Yeah. Right. And especially with how life is these days, we're bombarded every few minutes with opportunity, opportunities, right? Like yeah. things that could potentially help us, but what is it taking away What in our time and our resources versus what's it bringing to us, right? So yeah. the real aligned opportunities will give us so much more than it takes away from us. So how long have you been doing this? Uh, well, I started on this spiritual path and started doing energy healing and life purpose stuff about five years ago, but working specifically with money, I realized maybe three years ago that that was really my gift. And it's kind of funny because as a kid, my parents say that my first word was cash and <laughs> they like, yeah. And, um, I sometimes have asked, like, was it really cash? And they're like, yeah, we think it was cash. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'll stick with it. That's a good story. <laughs> I know. And uh, so I always loved money growing up, and I was very good at money, collecting money and making money and saving money. And um, for a while, I got away from it because, you know, as you become a teenager and you're like, oh, I'm going to be different and I'm going to, like, let go of that and I don't need money. And then as it swung back around, it's like, no, this is who I am. This is what I really love. And I realized at one point it was quite a difficult time in my life that energy and money are connected. And I had to go through a really dark, like, divorce and then I ended up getting myself in debt, dark night of the soul, really painful to a point of complete surrender of, like, please help. I don't know what to do. And I started realizing I had all these money blocks and uh, that I had collected over the past few years. And in a moment I was able to shift it. And four hours later, I got a new opportunity, a new consulting project. A few weeks later, I got another opportunity. Then another one is like dissolved my debt and put me back on the path of prosperity. So I had to have that, that dark, difficult time, I think, to realize the complete connection between what I had loved my whole life of money and the spiritual work and the energy work and the mindset and everything that was going on in that to make the connection to pull them together. So, okay, so what's your, in a very short period of time, so what did you let go of? Like you said, you surrendered. And I think a lot of people who are listening will go, yeah, I surrendered. I remember surrendering. And you know what? I didn't have a break, like nothing really came. So like, can you describe that a little bit more with that letting go and surrendering is like? Yeah, definitely. I was, um, I just moved back to the States after I had lived in Peru and I took some really bad financial advice. I had, uh, I had been taught how to manifest in a way that did not manifest. So I followed some bad advice and I got myself $30,000 in debt um, because, you know, believe it will come and quit your job because that's not your purpose and advice like that. Uh, but I sat one day on my meditation cushion and I was just so upset. Like, how did I get myself into this point? And I just sat there. I was like, God, angels, guides, please help me, help me. And I'm crying, you know, I'm just like, 
probably put to put my son to bed and I just crying and I saw these visions of one money block from my that I had taken on for my ex-husband another one that I'd taken on for my parents telling me you're too young to make six figures you don't work hard enough and you know another block of single moms have to suffer like I just could feel these coming out of my body and no it wasn't after I put my son to bed it was actually morning after I dropped him off to school and I just felt it come out of my body and I felt that release and I you know I dried my eyes and got up and I was like whoa that was intense yeah. And that's when things started shifting. Cause I, and then of course, like four hours later, I got a call from my consulting firm uh, to get another project that's super easy, like autopilot. And then I got more and more and more. And I was like, this is amazing. So I became obsessed. I was like, if I did that and this is what happened, then I'm just going to keep doing this and doing it and doing it. And then I became obsessed with like, how much money could I make, but how much freedom could I have? Cause I don't want to work a lot. Mm-hmm. I want to have the freedom with the money coming yeah right like the the ideal lifestyle so yeah yeah, it was I think that um surrender always can benefit us when we're really authentic about it and how fast does the result happen it just depends it depends on the person no I will tell you um when we had this conversation it was on the cusp of a Black Friday offer that I was releasing. Remember, I was just about to launch my first Black Friday offer, which was pretty big. And um, I also had a major um, life change opportunity that was coming down the pipeline as well. And I was going to hear if I was going to get that life changing opportunity. So the Black Friday special, I don't know if I shared with you but um, definitely didn't get the sales I wanted. Also, (laughs) the life-changing opportunity that I thought I wanted did not come through. And sometimes, like, I look back and I think, okay, well, maybe those were going to hold me in a a place, Mm -hmm. but I'm not, like, that's not what I want. I want to accelerate to a different location or a different place, not physically location, but a different mental spiritual place and because those didn't come through so sometimes like it's not always an opportunity that comes to you it's one that's like closed the door's closed on this one no you're not supposed to go through that door is that right or did I just stop my session (laughs) no it can be as much of a blessing to not receive things as it is to receive them now if you with your life-changing opportunity that would have taken up a lot of time Oh, yeah. And I know that with our session, you came, became aligned with a much higher um, income potential, right? So we had actually shifted things. Your income potential became much higher than had you been uh, had you been doing those like other opportunities, right? So sometimes we see we start to do energy work, and then things happen. You lose your job. Uh, loss of a partner, a relationship, something major starts to shift in life. And it's like, what's happening? Because I want things to go well. Why do I have to go through this hard part? But it's making space. What happened for you is you just made a whole lot of space for more to come in. Yeah, it feels like that. It does. It feels like, yeah. okay. I And I was kind of glad because otherwise I would have like been in this decision. I had to make this decision. Because sometimes, I mean, I'm sure everybody listening to this, you've been in this decision and you're like, I don't know whether to take it or not. And I'm kind of scared not to take it. 
Yeah. And you're making that decision out of fear rather than out of excitement and enthusiasm. And right. Yeah. Right. Super cool. Okay. So um, when you talked about that release that happened to you that day, I can, that I, I felt after our session later on that day, like, I don't know, I, I can't remember if we finished up and then I went off to get my kids. Um, but I did sort of feel drained. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is that normal or okay? It can, it does happen a lot after we do an initial session because so much energy is moved and your body just has to let it go. Like it has to go. And after we move a lot of energy, you need time to rest and recuperate and drink a lot of water. And if you do that and then you're go, 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 you'll feel it. Right. But you can't expect to do, you wouldn't get surgery and then not take a break. Right. Think of this energetic surgery that we're taking out of you and you didn't take a break afterwards. So. Oh my gosh. That's so funny because I've been feeling like Carla, you got to take a break. Like in the back of my mind this past week, it's like, just take it. Cause, um, because, okay, let me talk more about this golden ticket is with this gentleman named Brian Delaney and his profit factory. And it's going to like take all this product creation that I'm doing for my audience. You know, these videos and, Uh, podcasts and groups and clubs and offers that I'm making, he's going to put them all in line with where I want to go with my business and um, help me strategize that. And so now after that golden ticket came through, I'm kind of like a deer in headlights going, well, which way do I go? Because I want to be able to execute in the right direction. And in the back of my mind, it's just, why don't you just take a break? (laughs) And well, you need to make the space. You need to let your everything reset because you went through a huge adjustment. Let it reset, and then you'll be able to take inspired action instead of chaotic action, right? Yes. Sometimes we just need that reset. Like We turn on and off our phones when it's getting a little like uh, clouded up. We need to do the same for ourselves, and making space, is it's got to be the biggest part of all of this because if you're just constantly running, 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 where, where's everything going to come into, right? Where's all the abundance going to come into? So taking a day off or two days off or spend the weekend like relaxing. I'm going to the hot springs later today. Do I have a whole lot of work I could do to work until nine o'clock at night on a Friday? Sure I do, but I'm going to go to the hot springs with my son and take a reset and get, let it come in because that's when you're quiet is when the ideas come, right? Yeah. We can't, chaotic and let the ideas come in and if you want to take inspired action instead of just go 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 you need that quiet for the inspiration to come yes and that is the difference between and no matter if you're an entrepreneur or have a career or whatever everybody is in that busy mode I mean everybody is so busy and um I always advise, don't just take action, take inspired action. But knowing the difference, it's such a subtle difference in just, because sometimes people just can't stop. They feel like they're going to, I mean, it's fearful to stop. Right. Yeah. Right. And because our bodies are so wound up all the time, it takes a good week for people to be able to slow down if they're not used to it. So they're like, they feel this anxiousness, 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 because they're not going, but really it's just the slow unwinding process 
of all that stress energy we have, right? Our bodies run on stress now for most people. And it takes a while to unwind. But the difference between the action and the inspired action, it's it's the same as we were talking about earlier. Inspired action comes from your heart, from your gut, from that knowing. And the um, just action, action, action comes from your head. Yeah. And it's being Thank able you. to settle down and feel your heart and feel what like feels right. It, but you can't do that if you're in stress and overwhelm and chaos. You just no. can't make You can't distinguish. Well, yeah. it's it also when you're in stress and overwhelming chaos, you're in a high beta state, yeah. right? And then you're just on reaction mode rather than right. the inspired mode that, that Delta state uh, that our children are in. That's more creative right. space. Right, right. Okay. Right. <sighs> Interesting. Okay. So um, you said an initial, we had an in- initial session. So normally what do you like do an initial session and then do follow-ups like a chiropractic adjuster or like, how does this work? Well, it really depends on what people are looking for, what they need, what their goals are. Uh, for me, I do take on a few high ends, um, like high level one-on-one clients for coaching, for continuous energy work and coaching and like, let's make big things happen in life. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also sell uh, courses. So like my magical money multiplier courses, shifting the energy within each major energy center in your body, each chakra in order to start attracting money. There's the collective consciousness cleanse, which is basically pulling off all the collective crap that we've been taking on so we can be our, our authentic selves, which is the highest fastest way to become abundant is by being you right so it really just depends um what we did together was an initial session and if we were to work together as coaching we would keep doing things like that but depending on what you know what your goals are where you're going in life like if it's strict energy healing or if it's coaching or strategy and i know you know all the strategy stuff and the coaching stuff so it's it would be energy work but um it really depends on what someone's looking for right? Like anything. It's all about the client. It's like I have an offering of services, but it's about the client. For people when they're just starting, my recommendation is go buy the um, the energy healings, the healing meditations, because that's going to be your fastest way to shift things, right? At the the lowest cost, right? If you're really struggling with money, maybe you have $7, but you don't have 3,000, right? It just depends on where people are and what they're looking for. Right, right, right. That's awesome that you create something for everybody out there then. So they don't have to, you know, because they can start with the $7, get rid of some of the blocks. They can certainly work their way up to that right. potential. And my goal through this um, money awareness series is for everybody to discover that they have an extra $1,000 out there in the universe waiting for them to come into their life um, if they allow it. So the first part of, yeah, the first part, and if you, uh, you can listen to the podcast if you want to hear more about this, but it was just having money trauma, like something happened earlier in your life. Like for myself, I grew up on a farm and money was always an object of mother nature. Like so much money goes into the crops and everything else. And mother nature could get pissed off in 15 minutes, blow everything. And there's your, there's your revenues for the year. Right. And, um, so money was really a touchy subject. Um, and what I did 
later on in life because what I discovered is I'll get a bill and the bill will sit on my desk and I'll go, oh, I'll pay attention to that letter later. I'll open it later. And then like three months later, I'll go, oh no, that bill. And so I, I obviously was having a bad relationship with numbers. Uh, my downloads for my app, I wouldn't look at how many downloads I'd get. It just like numbers were just like, it'd make my palms sweaty and my heart go. So um, what I did instead is, Money was is another child. It's my third child. And if I neglect my child, like if I just set him in the corner of the room and don't pay attention to him, he yeah. you know, we've all seen those children that are set in front of a TV and that's how they learn how to talk is because they've only been exposed to a TV. And you see how that affects them. And it's the same way with money, your relationship with money. If you just ignore it, it's going to turn, it's, it wants your attention. It wants to be yeah. loved. It wants to be held and appreciated and enjoyed and um, mm. not considered something like a pain in the butt or hard mm. to deal with or anything like that. You know, like you see it like your child, which I think you could or I could, you know, any sort of parent yeah. out there could. You, then it just shifts the whole perspective of money. So that's the first one is first getting a good relationship. Yeah, you can use it. And next I will. is, Love it. <laughs> is introducing everybody to you. So like, sure, you have that good relationship now, but um, let's talk about those, those records. What were you, what were you calling those records? The, oh, that we went into? Um, yeah. we, the Akashic records for yourself. Yeah, the Akashic records. I always forget that word. It's a Sanskrit word. Um, let's, can you share a little bit about, because so what we did is we went into these Akashic records, which are done with other energy healers and um, have, they've been phenomenal. And um, uh, I've never really researched what all that is. So yeah, I think depending on who you talk to, they have a different perspective on what it is and how it works like anything, right? But to me, the Akashic records are the, when you open up the Akashic records, you access all the information about your soul, past, present, and future. Okay. And the, we get to speak directly to your masters, teachers, and loved ones. So that would be like your angels and your guides. And it means that we get a really clear channel to tap into you. How was I able to know such personal things about you within an hour it's because well, of them. It, it wasn't even me. an hour. You knew it like within two minutes. Yeah. It yeah. It was like you went straight to the source. It was really <laughs> spooky how you did that. <laughs> right. It's because the your master's teachers and loved ones who have known you your whole life, your whole soul's evolution, where they're telling me, ask this, ask that, go here, show her this, bring her to this image. Right. So when I'm able to follow that and be that channel for you that's when we get really deep. And then I combine that with energy healing that I've uh, various sources that I've been working with and have been developing over the last few years. And we're able to get super deep and doing the energy healing within the Akashic records. One times my, my master's teachers, loved ones, they told me if you do energy healing outside of the records, it's good. We work on this time and space, but if you do it in the records, we're working on all time, spaces, and dimensions. So it's so powerful. That's why in one hour we get huge results for you, right? Yeah. Versus if we were to just chat and I'd be like, hey, what's what's going on? Right? Wouldn't be would not be the same because it's like that whole energetic 
psychic surgery. We're literally taking the blocks out of your body, out of your energetic field, and replacing it with abundance, with prosperity, with a whole new mindset, a whole new energetic pattern. So okay. it's fascinating. <laughs> out of your energetic field, because that to me, I understand we're all energy, but I also kind of, then my brain goes, but what about my subconscious and the 95% of my brain and like my actions that are based on my subconscious, um, does it like go in there and dig into an event yeah. that happened between like yeah. wetting my pants in first grade and you know, like getting bombed on the head by a boy in second grade, like those traumatic events? Does it go in there yeah. and pull that out or what does it do? Exactly. That's exactly what it does because it doesn't pull out the memory. We never take okay. away the memory. We take away the energetic impact of the memory that's still going on inside of you. So the way I see it is like we have all of these patterns that have been imprinted in us, imprinted in our subconscious, imprinted in our energetic field, our aura, if you want to say that. So we have these memories that cause these patterns. And then these patterns, like we wet our pants in first grade, and then that starts going, 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 going. That's what drives your subconscious. Your yeah. subconscious is just feeding off all these memories and energetic patterns that we have. Mm -hmm. So when we, this is why I actually have a hard time using the word mindset because people think, oh, if I just change how my mind is working, then everything will change. To me, I'm like, no. You need to change how your energy is working, how that patterns are working within you, which will then change how your mind is thinking. Like, Ooh. don't start in the middle. Start in the yeah. beginning. The beginning is the energetic pattern. So when we do the healing, we're taking away the limiting effects of those memories, of those traumas, of those disbeliefs, disconnecting you from maybe what your parents thought, what your culture thought, your society thought, like pulling all that out of you so that way you become more of a clean slate yeah. and it is a process right it's not like in one hour we've changed every single money mindset right that you've ever had no but we took out a big chunk and we got you started and now you actually have tools that you can do all the time right we left you now know what are these things that i can do to shift instantly well i don't know i'm gonna have a follow-up session with you too <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do that too. Like, yeah, you know. So let's, okay, so when when Mindy and I jumped on this call, she was actually working with another product. She was finishing up some work with another product. So she does this energy work around money. But she, let's share your second product that you offer. Well, one of my big passions is cacao, which is unprocessed chocolate. Um, and uh, I just love it so much. So on the physical level, cacao is amazing for your body. We always think chocolate's so bad for you. Well, it's not. It's the processing of the milk and the sugar that's not so good for you. Yeah. The plant itself, the cacao paste itself or the nibs, they have so many antioxidants that's ah, it's just so good for you. Magnesium and all these amazing properties. Like you could live off chocolate alone if you had to. It's that balanced. It's Yay. one of the best superfoods in the world, right? <laughs> and But on the energetic level, it's very heart opening. It opens your heart. It opens your mind. It helps you focus with creativity. Like if you're a writer and you can normally write for an hour with cacao, if you drank some of it or consumed it, you could write for two hours. If you're a meditator, you can get two, three, four times as long and as deep of a meditation when you consume it because 
the plant itself works both on the physical and the energetic properties to open you up. And so I love, I've started importing cacao from Guatemala from these beautiful indigenous women that they have the only indigenous run, a woman run business in their town and they go and peel it all by hand and toast it and put it over the fire and put it through the mill and make it into the cacao paste. And you could just feel the love inside of each bite of it that they've infused into the cacao itself. And that is awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. And I use it both for morning meditation throughout the day and to hold cacao ceremonies. So the ceremonies are so powerful. Yeah. And I just, as soon as I heard about it, I went instantly on her website and bought some and I will put links in the show notes and uh, share all the links for so you can access Mindy and all of her wonderful products. Tell me, um, there's another part of your cacao that you haven't shared and that is you give back some of the profits. This is really cool. Half of all the profits go back to Guatemala to support the indigenous community where it's sourced from. So not only do they get an amazing living wage when they do this, I buy this at the price that they asked for, which is a great, um, they're able to live off it very well. And half the profits then go back. Right now we're currently working to build a birth center for the community because safe birth is something I'm very passionate about. So once that birth center's built, we'll move on to supporting another project in the community. And it's, uh, this, this community is amazing. If you ever have a chance to go to Lake Atitlan in Guatemala, it's one of the most beautiful places on earth. It's really incredible. Awesome. Well, thank you for that tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll speak Spanish, so we'll go there. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting that Spanish is their second language and you can go there and they speak all their indigenous Mayan languages and they're like, I speak Spanish and I still can't communicate. Oh, sure, right? But it makes it fun. <laughs> Somehow you managed to score a deal with them. So yeah, yeah. Done okay. So um, so what you offer is the cacao, but then you also teach people how to have these ceremonies because you can have the cacao, like you can make um, explain how you make one little cup of cacao for yourself in the morning. Yeah, so to start my morning, I make the cacao. I just put uh, about a cup of hot water in my Vitamix and put about a teaspoon of cacao and some other flavors. So either cinnamon and vanilla, or I like to do essential oils if I'm working on abundance. I'll use wild orange or maybe cardamom or uh, ginger if I'm working on like solar plexus stuff, confidence. And the cacao can be infused with other energies to work on specific things or just to make it taste a little different. It's either way. It's like just putting these things in the blender and mixing it up with the hot water. You're done in less than a minute. Right. And it's, yeah, it's such a great way to start the day. And, uh, considering like coffee, right. Kind of has that anxiety energy, right. We drink too much, but whereas cacao, you drink it and your heart opens and you expands. So, you also do these ceremonies, though, too, which yes. sounds super cool to explain what those are in comparison. So that's one little one serving in the morning, but in her ceremonies, tell, tell us about yeah. that. Totally different things. So the ceremonies um, will come together. I actually I hold my cacao ceremonies online and in person or at retreats. And 
So of course, online versus in person is a bit of a different experience. But when we come together and we drink the cacao in a more like a higher dose, you do about three tablespoons of cacao per dose. It's incredible how quickly you can open up your energy and how deep we can get. Cacao can be used with with sound healing, with yoga, with meditation. For me, of course, I'm an energy healer, so I love to open people's energy up and go really deep and make some incredible shifts within them so that way their whole life is changed from the ceremony. But it's, I love it because you get all of your senses, right? You get the taste from the cacao, you get your hearing from music, you get smell from the... Uh, incense, the copal, the sage, right? It's a very sacred process. We open up the energy. We uh, hold the space for transformation. It's not just sitting down and having a cup of hot chocolate and watching someone play some music. It's, this is like sacred. This is a sacred ceremonial space where we come to for transformation. And it's so much fun. And I've started teaching people how to hold these ceremonies too, which is one of my upcoming uh, courses is, I'm so passionate about it because it's so, ah, it's so uh, impactful and safe, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. it opens up areas that everybody needs to open up, whether you're, you know, writing a book or an entrepreneur or anything. Everybody needs right. to open up these energy centers to allow for the life that they're meant to have rather than yes. the life that they're, you know, they need to thrive rather than survive. Exactly. Yeah. That is so cool. I, I'm going to participate. I'm like your biggest fan right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'll have to schedule another online ceremony so you can participate. <laughs> yeah. Can I'll get a whole group of my, my listeners and fan base to, to join <laughs> so we can all do it together. That'll be super fun. We'll have our own special one. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, Mindy, can you tell me where people can find you online and um, – you know, sure. learn more about your offerings. I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to talk to you. So how can they find you? Yeah. So to get started with cacao, visit lovecacao.com. And there you can order cacao. And soon I will have information up about the upcoming ceremonialist course. Uh, for money, the best place to start is stopblockingmoney.com. And that's where you can start with for just $7, get a money mindset accelerator, which will take out your top three money blocks. Um, yeah, so just $7 to get started. That recreates that point of surrender that I talked about earlier that shifted the whole course of my life. And then to contact me directly or see a bit more of my offerings, mindywest.co. Nice. Awesome. Well, I will put all of that in the show notes and um, put links to all these sites. And when, Mindy, anything else you want to share with us? Like as we go and close out a year and enter into a new one, like it's always such a poignant time for people to make big changes in their life. And it's such a good time. So do you have any suggestions for people? Yeah, I think as much as we want to bring in, we need to let go of. So start by letting go before you bring more in more in bring yeah. more overwhelming chaos but if you do a huge let go of what are the relationships i need to let go of what are the activities the habits the thoughts the feelings the beliefs just do a complete release before the end of the year your new year will start out so 
I'm such a higher vibration, so much better, so much more good will come in when you have that space. I love that. That's such a great topic. In fact, I think I might have to make this into a four-part series. Just <laughs> or let go. Like go into your closet and let go of those skinny jeans that are way too small. <laughs> Just yes. let them go for now. Let <laughs> go. New pair. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All new things can only come in if there's space. Yeah. Yeah. Super awesome. Because when we redid, we remodeled our house and just like punching out those walls and all that, you know, like it was all new energy and space. And we were very selective about what we put back, like so much of right. it going because it just didn't have the right energy for the yeah. space. Yeah. So, but amazing. you guys don't have to remodel to do that. <laughs> just no, everything in, yeah. Quick good will, will run or even more important than the physical stuff is the emotional inventory. Do an emotional inventory. Where are you at right now? What is it that you need to let go emotionally? And that will be huge. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like on all levels, really. Emotional, physical, spiritual, mental. And Take if you need out. help, call Mindy. She'll get you there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both know a lot about this. <laughs> We've both done this before. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, thank you so much, Mindy. You're awesome. And um, I can't wait to have our next session. Thank you, Carla. I really appreciate it. This has been wonderful. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I'm sure we'll have you again. All right.